Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Today's podcast is entitled, Your Steps Are Ordered. You know, I was really, um, like I do every Tuesday, uh, and before Tuesday I actually come asking God, what are some things that I can share that would be an encouragement to us to keep moving forward, to keep trusting um, the process and not giving up. And today I ended up typing an inspiration and I sent it out and I entitled it, Your Steps Are Ordered. And the reason that um, I was so adamant about um, today's inspiration is because I noticed that in my own personal life, even with the assignments that God has placed on my life and placed within my hands, oftentimes I would second guess certain things or, you know, it it was getting to the point where I was second guessing what God had already said. And I was having moments where I was like, you know, well, I don't want to do this because I don't want this to take place or, you know, I don't want this to happen. And, you know, so it was so many different things, but I'm saying all that to say, because even in that, and even trying to make sure that you do things in a way that is pleasing unto God, the enemy can use that very thing that that very situation to cause you to not move. He can cause you to um, be stagnant or cause you to question every single thing that God has already said previously. And so when I was writing today and God kept reminding me that my steps are already ordered by him, the only way that I would make a detour or do something outside of the norm is if I made the wrong turn without consulting him. And let me explain that to you because oftentimes in our life, in our living, um, sometimes the way that God is showing us to a particular place or a situation or just anything in general, um, sometimes God's timing can cause us to, to wonder, God, okay, am I supposed to be going this way? Or um, we, we say to ourselves, man, there's a different way that I could go that can make this, this, this much quicker or much easier for me when we don't know the totality of what God is, is, is allowing to happen in the process. And we don't know the tools that we'll need to get us to the place that we're trying to get to. So what I'm saying is, is that when your steps are ordered by God, you don't have to be in a rush to do anything to make something happen. It's just like a prophecy. Whenever someone uh, uh, prophesy over your life or prophesy something that, that God shared with them, one thing that we must understand is that in, in, in the prophetic that we, we prophesy in parts. So you, don't, you may not have everything, um, uh, all of the pieces to the puzzles during, the, during what you receive uh, from someone who is speaking prophetically into your life. And so what we should not do and what we cannot do is take what they said and try to uh, manipulate or try to manufacture something that God never intended or never intended for it to go the way that you manipulated into going, if that makes sense. And I kept saying to myself today, my steps are ordered by God. Like, that's a sigh of release because a re- it's a sigh of release and relief because I don't have to worry about what's going to happen on tomorrow. I don't have to worry about what's going to happen on the day after because he already 
have those things under control. And what I mean by that is when we worry about stuff that is outside of our hands or outside of our control, we create stress. And stress uh, is one of those things that has the ability to kill you and you not really know it. That means that if you're always on a go, you're always doing something, your hands is always in something and you haven't really taken out the time to sit down and sit in moments to just really bask in God's presence and ask God, God, what do I do with this next or how do I do this? Or not, And then not even asking him for anything, but just saying, God, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your love and your kindness. I thank you for keeping him. I'm not like telling God how much you love him in a moment where you're not seeking something from him. Like I'm learning whenever I make it home and I've had a busy day and so much stuff is going on and so many people are pulling from me. I sometimes whenever I get home, I don't cut on any TV. I put the phone on silent. I pull up a worship, just instrumental, no words, and I just sit there for a moment. And I find myself doing this more than what I used to because it seems as if I need the stillness to be able to to relax in the home that God has given me. It's like, how do you leave chaos which is full you know the world is full of chaos how do you leave leave chaos and then come home to chaos so our home our place our dwelling place our our living room our kitchen our our bedrooms bathrooms those should be a place of peace those should be a place where I come and I wind down and I let down my walls and I let down my guards and I let down everything and I become vulnerable in that space, in that place. I don't have to be a hero. I don't have to be um, superwoman. I don't have to do all of these th different things that are required of me. And God reminded me that I want to, regardless of what you may see and regardless of how it may feel, I am still working things out. It's the behind the scenes that can sometimes trip us up. You know, it's the behind the scenes that that God can sometimes not allow us to be privy to. We just have to trust the last thing that he said. So my question to you on this podcast on this particular day is, have you trusted God with the last thing that he told you? Have you um, rest in what he said to you previously? Have you allowed yourself to really truthfully be in that moment, be in that space to just really say, God, you know what? I, I heard the last thing that you said, and that's all that I'm going to lay up, lay up, lay up on. That's what I'm going to lay hold to is the last thing that you said, because what I cannot do is go in and re quote unquote, remember the last thing that you said, but then go and man manipulate or manufacture what I think it should be. And that's how it is with relationships. And that's how it is with careers. And that's how it is with, you know, so many different things. And one of the biggest things that I feel like that, um, social media is, is, is really doing um it's good for marketing it's good for keeping up with people it's good for all of these different things but then it it, it allows you to see the lives that other people are living and you want to have that same type of lifestyle or you want to have that same type of, you know, blog and you want to be able to post and you want to be an influence and you want to be all these different things. I am, I'm not knocking any of those things. I, Hey, I commend you because even 
I go on and I look at different influencers and be encouraged by their work and all of these different things. But what I'm saying is, is that we can never get into a place that we begin to compare what we see on social media to the life that we currently live, because those are different, two different worlds. And what I mean by that is that whenever you see a photo, you see somebody taking a picture, you don't know if it's been photoshopped. You don't know if they've, honey, if they put the, allowed their, their waist to be a little bit more narrow. You don't know if they perked up their lips or did their makeup themselves like you. You have absolutely no idea because to present the real me says that um, uh, it's not pretty enough or it says that, you know, it requires a filter because I'm not put together or my face is not beat. But let me explain something to you. you can You can have all of those different things in your heart, not be in a posture to serve God, to worship God, to love God, to adore God, to be in a place of serving hood because you're so busy or because we are so busy trying to be something that we think the world uh, would consider beautiful. When in retrospect, God doesn't look at our outer appearance. He looks at the heart. He looks at the heart of man to see what is, 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 is who I created you to be, what she at, what he at. That's what he's looking for. And I remember growing, you know, when I first got saved and just really, you know, having a, a, a fire for God. And I, I just felt like my life needed to be perfect and I needed to do this. And I had to come to God in such a, a, a put together way. And I you wonder why he didn't didn't hear or I wondered why he didn't hear me or why I couldn't stay in that place long because what I was trying to do was I was trying to pray pray a prayer a heartfelt prayer but I was coming as a different person and when you come as a different person God can't properly he can but let me explain it he can't properly identify who he created because you presented something else to him and God is asking for us in this season of our living and this season of our lives to be authentic because what we're actually saying to God is that what he created was not good enough. I'm not knocking makeup. I'm not knocking you having a fabulous body. I'm not knocking these things and you want to work out and we want to do all these different things. I get it. I promise you I'm about to go on a diet at any minute now. But what I'm saying is, is that I can't be so consumed with what the world sees that I forget to 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 properly identify that God has already created me to be somebody. What I have to do is and what you have to do is, is figure out who that person is. And how do you how do you figure out who that person is when you're not clear of the instructions of how you were created? You go back to the creator. You go back to the one who made you. You go back to the one who shaped you. There are so many times in my life where I ask God, God, who am I? Who did you call me to be? Who was I before I came into the earth realm? What was I doing? How was my life? What plan? What 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 layout do you have that I missed along the way that I need to catch up on? Like this is my conversation with God. Because let me explain something to you. These past couple of days, it seems like I've been hearing about so many different deaths and some of the people I I I, I knew I was close to and others um I didn't know I just knew them from afar but to know that they're no longer here to know that they're longer they're no longer um doing assignments and, and working on things and and all of these different things one of the girls that I used to follow um on Instagram I yesterday I had an urgency to go to her page because she was so encouraging with her with the weight loss process and how she did it and she would tell you the things that she did only to find out whenever I'm looking at the last picture that she posts with 
was in December of 2020. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, I hadn't heard from her in a minute. I hope all is well. And then when you look at that December of the 20th, 20, 2020 post, you see all of these different uh, statements of rip, you know, rest in peace, you know, oh my God, I didn't know. And all these different things. And then, um, when you look at the comments, I went back and I, I found a comment that said, go to this person page and they'll be able to tell you what happened. Long, make a long story short. She found out she had cancer. And then in the process of her finding out that she had cancer, she, um, uh, uh, she found out, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure the totality, but the young lady was saying that she found it out and she didn't make it. And, and, and so I, I started to, you know, I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe that. And God reminded me, even in that step, even in that process, he said, okay, he said, but there are many who have made it. Many have beat this disease. And so I was, so I, I had to get my, get myself back, back together because I'm like, God, I don't want to leave here you know, full. I don't want to leave here with all of these different things. And God had been talking to me about posting on Facebook and being an encouragement, posting on Instagram. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, God, you know, I just, you know, that's a lot. That's a, that's a lot. And he said, are you going to obey me? Or are you going to be, are you going to walk in this, this, this fear or hold this information in? People need to know what you know about me. People need to be able to touch me the way that you touch me. People need to be able to know that they can come to me just the way that you come to me. And I will still accept them as my own. Like you've got to be able to tell these people that because a lot of churches are not open right now. There are many churches that are closed. There are many people who, who don't have the time to really uh, pour into people anymore. At least what you say or what you post can be something that will cause their hearts to shift. And when I looked at it from that perspective, I was reminded of what I told, of why I even told God yes for. See, this has absolutely nothing to do with you. It has absolutely nothing to do with me. Our goal, our mission is to make sure that we make God proud and that we, we honor his presence and we honor him by serving him. We honor him by obeying him. And I'm going to be honest with you. There are, there were times in my life where I was like, God, I don't know if I have the ability or the, the tenacity to even do half of the stuff that you asking me. And he said, that's the thing I want You don't have it because what, where, what you, what you lack, I already have, but you will never know what you lack if you never tap into what you got. So we have to tap into what we currently have in order us for, for us to see what we do not have. It's just like, you know, um, you don't know what you have in, in, in your kitchen to cook if you never go in there to see what's, 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 what's all in there. Then you find yourself going to make groceries and buying the same thing that you already had because you didn't take the time to see what you already had in order for you to know what you don't have so you can go and get what you don't have. I hope that makes sense. All I'm saying to you is that your steps have already been ordered by God. And, you know, and even in yesterday when he was talking to me, he, he said to me, I need you to keep walking. Like regardless if you can see the road ahead of you, regardless if I give you the plans ahead of time, regardless if you know that there's uh, you're headed to a dead end. I need you to still keep walking because you don't know me like you like you like you think you do. 
because I have the ability to move mountains. I have the ability to make all things well. I have the ability to turn water into wine. I have this ability. But you'll never know if you keep wondering about every step that you take when you say that your steps have been ordered by me. Trust me, even when you can't see what's ahead of you. He said, keep walking, regardless if if you know the next move or not, regardless if you if you if you have people with you or not, you have to keep walking. Regardless if others understand it or not. And that right there, that's a tough one because we live in a generation that we feel like we have to explain every move to people. When God's saying that the next moves that you make, let the moves be between you and I. Can you be silent enough to allow me to to maneuver you into a loud crowd, into a into a a crowd that is noisy? Can you can you trust me to allow you to sit at a table, a group of people with a group of people? that are talking only so you can suck up the information so you can know what your next move to me. Can you trust me enough to know that regardless of where you are, that, that, that you don't have to explain what I'm telling you to do. All I need you to do is to obey what I said, because the moment that you find yourself explaining, you've got to make sure it makes sense to them when that's not what you have been called to do. The call is to follow the voice of God at all time, at all costs, regardless of how it looks, what's said what people think or how they feel you have to obey the voice of God and that's what God kept reminding me I need you to obey me I need you to hear my voice I need you to make sure that that there's clarity and that there's understanding about what your assignments are and he he constantly he sends he sends nuggets to us but we can miss it because we we hear the noise of the people we're hearing the noise of of what's happening in the world we're so focused on what's happening in the world that we haven't taken inventory of what it is that God is actually saying like he told me he said I want I need you to keep walking because the journey that's your journey what what I've called you to do is what I've called you to do and there are people who are waiting for what's in your mouth and if you don't ever open up your mouth, then you, 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 you do a disservice to the people that are called to your voice. There are so many people that are lost because there are so many of us who kept our mouth closed when we should have been speaking up, when we should have been talking, when we should have been loud, when we should have been saying what thus says the Lord. Like I have my own journey. And just like I have my own journey, so do you. It's, it's, it's no respecter of person. Like he didn't give me something and didn't, didn't give you anything. He gave us all something to maneuver and to do while we are still here. Honey, you're not just waking up just to live this life like it's golden. No, you, you, you waking up, you and me, we're both waking up with an assignment on our mind, with an assignment to reach as many people as we possibly can. And if we use social media right, I don't care if you get five likes and four views. Honey, do what it is that God has called you to do because you could have very well changed the lives of the four people who viewed it and the five people that liked it. We cannot get tied up with with likes from people. And if truth be told, half the people that we are friends with on our social media, we don't even know these folks. But yet we would allow a moment. We, the world has created a system that we can get God's word out. So oh, we've got to open our mouth. We've got to say what God said. Like I have my own journey and so do you. 
like when you, I want you to take this, this, this picture and take it, uh, and, and run with it because it helped me. Like, like when you're driving, just imagine when you're driving like down the highway, the purpose, uh, of a lane marking, like those yellow lines in the middle, um, it's there to separate traffic because you got people going in different, um, directions you got some people are going and you got some people are coming and you you have people um uh, uh headed one way and you got in one direction and you have some going into another direction but if if i could be honest with you the ultimate goal for each driver is to get to the destination that they had in mind that's 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 the thing is driving to the destination so God, what I want you to understand and, and see what I'm saying from a different perspective, God never required us to stop the other drivers to see where they were headed. Like he didn't say, get on I 20 or I 59. And then you seeing all of these cars going and you pull over and you flagging folks down. So then where are you headed? What were you going over there for? Do you not know how crazy that sounds? So let's think about the assignment that God has given you. God has given you an assignment and you're headed towards the direction. You're headed to the destination of that thing only to stop, stop on the side of the road to ask somebody else. What did God tell you to do? Or what did God instruct you to do? Or, or, or because it, because to be honest, it ain't none of my business where you're going. It, it ain't, it ain't none of my business. It ain't none of your business to stop your neighbor to ask them, what was the last thing that God told you to do? No, we lose time when we pull over. We lose time. The only time you need to pull over is when you need direction to the next phase. But your ultimate goal is to the destination. And that is winning people for God. That is bringing glory, God's glory here on earth. That's that's. Allowing people to see that regardless to where you are, God is still in control. And even though that this world may be full of so many different ups and downs and you don't know which what's true and what's false, God is still sovereign. Like God never required us to stop and, and ask them, where are you going? He didn't, requ- he didn't require us to stop them, to tell them where we're headed. No. Do you not know how crazy that would look? Just say, for instance, you don't stop me just to tell me where you headed to see if it's OK with me. No, no, that's that's not that's not that's not how it's supposed to go. That's how it should never go. The goal is the destination and the enemy will use any distraction to keep us from going that way. But I came and I declare and I decree in the name of Jesus That you shall walk in the ways that God has called you to walk in. You shall be in your own lane. You will come into the identity of who you was created to be before the foundation of this world. You will get to know the person that God created. You will get to know why the hell that you've gone through, the hell that you've endured was necessary for where you are headed. And you will not walk in fear. But you will walk in the authority that God has placed on the inside of you because you are a kingdom's kid. You need to tell yourself that till you believe it. The destination is the goal. 
And and when I think about roads, like even even when and if the lane markings like those yellow lanes have faded away, we as drivers are still subject to our own lane. I'm from a small town called Bassville, Mississippi, and there are some of those roads ain't got not one yellow line on it. But I've been driving long enough to know which side, wherever, whichever way I'm going, I know which which lane I'm supposed to be in, regardless to whether the lanes are there, regardless to whether you know the full plan that God has for your life or not. It doesn't matter. The goal is to keep going because your steps have already been ordered by God. Like, it don't matter. See, we are well aware of which side to drive on based on where we're going. But the question is, is do you know where you're going? The only way that you can properly identify where you're headed is to seek God's face. Honey, you, we ain't going to get away from that. We ain't going to get we ain't going to get away from from seeking God. I think about I was thinking about Hannah all day today and I was telling my cousin and you know, she was telling me some things that was going on with her. And, and I kept I kept seeing Hannah. I kept seeing um who she was and, and, and her ability, her wanting to have a child and God, you know, God, uh, not honoring her request. And let me explain something to you. God would allow her, 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 her to her, her womb to be shut down just so he can gain her attention. Because had he given her the blessing before she decided to worship him, then her motives for what she received would have been authentic and she would have never given it back to God. So even in the place that you are currently in, God is saying, OK, let me check your heart. Let me see why you want this. Let me see if you are ready for the things that you're asking me for. Let me see if you can handle where, I, where I'm about to take you. Let me see if you can handle the places that I'm about to put you in. Let me see if you can handle the rooms that I'm about to allow you to walk through. Let me see if you can handle the space that I'm about to carry your name and see God would allow us to go through so many different things because one thing that we will never do is embarrass God. So he would allow a thing to take place to keep you from proceeding or moving forward into something that will cause death or cause shame to your name, not his, because he gonna always get the glory. His name is good. His name is good. But sometimes he would allow a thing to take place until we are ready. He did not change or, or, or release uh, Hannah's wound until she was willing to worship him. Until she went back to to the place of worship, to a posture of worship, to a place where she consulted God. See, it's easy to forget, forget what God has done when you got people around here just producing stuff and you don't know how they got what they got. And then half of the stuff that they got, you want what they have, but you don't know the hell that they went through to get what they got. But you want it. No, God said in this season, I need your posture to change. I need you to change how you talk to me. I need you to change how you worship me. I need you to change where I'm trying to take you because where you're asking me to go requires a different level of intercessory. It requires a different brokenness. It requires something totally different, but we can't even pay for it. But yet we want it. I'm not here to condemn what you want from God. I'm not here condemn to condemn what your accent is seeking God for. My, my sole purpose is so that you can understand that your steps are ordered by God. You should not envy somebody else's gift. You should not envy somebody else's 
come up. You should not envy somebody else's uh, talents or what their, their, their success or what they're doing because you don't know if it's authentic. One, you don't know if what they went through to get it too. And you don't even know what the, what it's costing them to keep it up. Three, we don't know. But the goal is to not care about what is happening around us as much as it is as us getting into a still place to hear God's voice clearly. It will always cost you something. But I would rather know, God, what is it costing me than to to allow something me to pay for something that God never intended for me to have. Your steps have already been ordered by God. They've already been ordered by God. And I know that where you are right now, like it could be frustrating and I know that it can be aggravating and even uncomfortable. But if you ever got hold of the peace of God, if you ever get hold of God's peace, man, I'm telling you, it will make so much sense of why you need to stay and rest there. Why you need to trust every word that comes out of his mouth. If you've completed your purpose in that place, sometimes shifting can be difficult. I understand it because you're ready to go. You're ready for the next. But sometimes in our shifting, we forget to enjoy the process to the next place. When God's saying, I'm going to shift you, but I need you to enjoy where you are now. I ain't just talking to you. I'm talking to me, too. Enjoy where you are. If you've completed your purpose there, like really completed everything, wait on God for the shifting, but, but coast, enjoy where you are. It's necessary for your journey. We should never be in a place that we, we have outgrown something that we still can't learn from the place that we are currently in. I want to always be a student, no matter how I preach, teach, sing or whatever. I want to always be a student because I don't know it all. I don't have it all together. God will sometimes allow an issue so that that we will move. And, And if I could be honest with you, he would allow a thing that will cause us to move because we don't always move when he tell us to. So it's sad that he has to do this, but he has to create or allow havoc to take place in your workplace, in the school system, on on your job, with your friends, different connections, businesses, business connection. He has to allow a thing to take place, especially when he's told you to move and shift in an area. He would allow a thing just to gain our attention. Because then we're going to go back to him and say, God, this right here, where I am right now, my mind, my thoughts, Lord, I'm just all over the place. And he's like, okay, I, that's where I want you. Because now you're coming back to me about what I told you to get pre- prepared to leave from. Like God wants the best for us. And we have to be sensitive enough to hear his voice clearly. And hear what he's saying to us about us. I put on a post and I said, the best work that you can do, the best work that you can do is on yourself. And I meant that. I can't tell you what is best for your life 
and I live raggedy. I can't come on here and tell you what you need to do and beat you up about stuff and not cultivate where God has placed me or even try to fix the areas in me or present those areas that are broken. Like that matters. It, it really matters to God. And we have to be sensitive. I, my prayer for you is that God's perfect will be revealed over your life. And that as you travel on this journey that you will not faint even when pressure comes. You will not faint even when you don't know what is next. You will not faint or stress out over stuff that you have absolutely no control over. And let me do you one better. You will not faint or stress out over things that you do have control over. Because even that you have to give back to God. Hannah did not receive what she was seeking God for. Until she changed her posture. Until she changed her heart. And that comes in worship. That comes through talking and consulting with God about where you are. That's about presenting the broken part of you to him. So that he can mend and fix you back together. Because what you don't want to do is to. Receive what it is that you've been asking God for. And you be empty. And you're not whole enough to hold up to what you, the weight of what you've asked God for. We, we end this together. I'm not, like I said, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to me too. You're not by yourself in this season. You're not by yourself. You know, the scripture says in Proverbs 16 and 9, it says the heart of man plans his way. But the Lord established his steps. You have got to let God establish your steps. And what I mean by that is that you've got to seek him. In order for you to be able to probably know which way and how to move. Your steps are ordered by God. You just have to trust the place that he currently have you in. And I know everywhere that everywhere that you've been hasn't been easy. And I know all of these different things. I promise you, I'm there. I'm in the most uncomfortable places that I've been in in four minutes. But when I come home and I can rest in knowing that God, you already got it under control and under contract. I don't have to worry. God loves you. He loves you so much. And I came to encourage you on today to just to let you know that your steps have been ordered by God. You just need to know, go to him and see what he has established. You have to go back to him, change your posture and worship, change what you used to do. Because sometimes the way that we are used to God coming, he's not coming the same way. So you have to know, we have to know when to shift. And how do we know when to shift? By keeping our ears to the lips of God. 
I came to encourage you just to let you know. <laughs> Girl, go to bed. Boy, go to bed. Woman, live your life. Man, you got this. Because your steps have already been ordered by God.